Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. KFI AM640. You're listening to the John and Ken Show on demand on the iHeartRadio app. We're on the radio from 1 until 4. Then after 4 o'clock, you miss stuff? Go to the iHeart app for the John and Ken On Demand podcast, all right? There yeah, is you've already missed a good interview we did with John McKinney, who wants to be the next L.A. County DA. Yeah. That was one hour ago. If you missed it, pick it up on the podcast when it's posted after 4 o'clock. Uh, yeah. Shocking story in the Post today about how they they have a backlog of 10,000 cases. 10,000 unprosecuted cases. Because they have a lot going. of unfilled positions. They can't recruit anybody. Who wants to be a prosecutor in the L.A. County DA's office when it's basically a public defender freeing people that's in charge? It is it is a bigger disaster than you could imagine. Anyway, you guys, so listen to the podcast for the John McKinney interview. All right, now he's one let's of the candidates. Uh, oh, yeah, let's also remind you to call the Moist line to leave messages that we can play on Friday. We play them all, you know. Every single call is played. Uh, can you imagine? No, I can't. This <laughs> <laughs> damn cackle. Do you have that problem that Clay has, Eric, and that there's some people that call like a thousand times a week or something? Oh, uh, a thousand? Try two thousand. <laughs> same people. Like, Why don't you ever play my call? Yeah, uh, the iHeartRadio app uh, is one way to connect to the uh, moist line, the microphone icon. The toll-free number is one eight seven seven moist 86 You actually have to have a radio show to understand how many mentally unbalanced people there are on the planet. 
I mean, uh, there is a lot of people with, with disorders. Yeah, that's true. And, you know, radio is unique because we can serve as voices in the head. Mm-hmm. You yes. see, we're not like the TV where you see an image and you right. hear the sound. No. I, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, we had an incident when I was working in upstate New York, John, at the other station from you. Mm-hmm. Where someone came to the radio station quite irate, claiming that the radio station was coming through their bathtub and it was driving them crazy. Our radio station was playing through their bathtub. I remember that. You did? You yes. That too? <laughs> well, it was a big story because this person, while not violent, was so angry there was concerns that they might... Uh, <laughs> yeah, there was concerns. Concerns that, well, you know, this was uh, before we had all these mass shootings. Right. <laughs> it wasn't quite the level of alarm that we would have now over someone like that. But uh, we, and we'd often get that. Just some guy, I can hear you in my head. I can't get you out of my yeah. head. I will take off your headphones. Yeah. I, I had a prisoner write to me when we lived there. He, he the, wanted the, to meet me as soon as he was out. Oh, yeah. He was uh, attracted to you. Yeah, gay prisoner. Because your voice was hot while he was yes, listening to yeah. you. In the, in this. He said he was going to dress in pink for me. When we... Oh, you don't know what we were going to do. What? We had a plan to set you up for arrest so you can end up in the cell with him. <laughs> I thought that him. was going the complete opposite way when he said a prisoner wanted to meet him after he got out. <laughs> what do you mean the opposite way? I thought he wanted to hurt him. No, no, no. no. He thought John no. had a sexy voice. No, no I, yeah. I, was, I would not expect the flattering aspect of a man trying to contact John from jail. I, yeah. I, I, I was a little more, more, little more upset because he wanted to meet me for that than... <laughs> They'd given me a threat, a threat I would have understood. I... All right, now we take you to uh, the biggest open-air drug market in the United States, uh, the city of San Francisco. And they do things with drama up there. The mayor of San Francisco has done this before but decided to have uh, a meeting uh, outdoors at the U.N. Plaza to talk about the fentanyl problem and the drug problem in San Francisco. Uh, it didn't go well. It wasn't raining, but it looks like they had to move indoors. We're going to play you the story uh, from CBS Bay Area reporter Betty Yu. I run into people day in and day out in the Tenderloin, and they say, London, we would have never been allowed to get away with this stuff back in the day. And the fact is, it's time for a change. We want to give people help, but we will not continue to allow things to just occur as they have been. Mayor London Breed spoke forcefully as she called for a tougher approach to dealing with the brazen open-air drug crisis during a special session held at UN Plaza, the epicenter of the problem. It wasn't hard for our cameras to find people openly using drugs nearby in the shadow of City Hall. I think they should give us housing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The offsite meeting was called by Supervisor Aaron Peskett, who said while the problem isn't new, it's become so visible many San Franciscans don't feel safe. Within minutes, the meeting turned chaotic. So my question to the mayor is, will you now, as we do... Peskin had just begun to ask the mayor to set up an emergency operations center that would coordinate city agencies around shutting down open-air drug markets within 90 days. And in fact, our local resources have increased, but it has not dealt with the problem based on the magnitude of what we're experiencing. Protesters quickly shouted down the meeting, and witnesses said someone threw a brick, injuring a team, before being subdued by the crowd and police. The meeting was moved to City Hall. We are proposing changes to our state law 
and we will be enacting local programs to try to end this disruptive behavior. The mayor also spoke passionately about the next generation growing up in the city. Why should someone else's rights be put before their needs and their safety and what they deserve too in a place like San Francisco that claims to be so compassionate and liberal? What about them? Okay, obviously a lot of tough talk from Mayor Breed. We've heard that from her before, to be clear. What is her plan to actually get this into action? We heard some specifics today. She urged the board to work together to approve her public safety budget and also support programs and legislation, even at the state level, to change our laws. She also asked these supervisors to support arrests for those struggling with drug addiction, even especially when they break the law. Oh, the A-word, arrest. Yeah. That apparently has gotten a lot of people alarmed. Remember, this is supposed to be about harm reduction. You don't arrest yeah. people. You just yeah. walk up to them gently well, and say, you know, those drugs could kill you. But if they almost do, I have Narcan. Yep. So please go into treatment and they could get out of here. Stop or I'll pull out my Narcan. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, I'm, we should all enjoy this because it's, com it's all crumbling down. All their experiments are failing. All of them. They are. And now they have created all kinds of violent chaos in the street. And London Breed was as progressive and left-wing as anybody. And so, so, I don't know what happened, but uh, a brick fell on her head, and she realized she's going to go down in history as the worst. She's got the Garcetti of San Francisco, except she tries to talk tough. And she does occasionally have have a, a fit. She does occasionally and, act like, but, yeah, but, we're really going to step up here. But she the, it doesn't seem like they No, we're going to have a discussion about public safety with the Board of Supervisors. There's no follow. What does that mean? She created... So one article was like, oh, my God, they're really going to arrest drug dealers? Oh, and of course, in San Francisco, that's like, oh, you can't do that. Oh, well, that's, that's, that's the old drug war again. That didn't work. That was failed policy. Well, listen to this. There's a quote from her in the San Francisco Chronicle. She goes, I get that people have an issue with the fact that we're looking at being more aggressive with people struggling with <laughs> drug addiction. Uh, yeah, wow. I get it. I, I hate when people say that. I get it. Uh, I want to make sure that person doesn't die. How do we do that? Force is going to have to be part of it, whether people like it or not. Compassion is killing people. That's she said a, that? Yes. The mayor oh. of San Francisco says see, compassion see, is the, killing and, people. And, and the compassion is what I just referred to. It's called harm reduction. Yeah. It's like, you know, just kind of stand by, make sure they don't die, and talk to them gently about possible treatment options. <laughs> and they tried that in San Francisco with that special tenderloin market that they set up. I tell you. They got, like, nobody to go in for treatment. Progressive policies fail, period. All of these policies that they forced on the world have failed. Drug policies, homeless policies, criminal policies is, is is there anything that's better than it was five years ago? Anything since the progressives took over every level of government, since everybody went woke? What's better? Two stories connected to this. Apparently, uh, and the Daily Mail did this story. There are a number of San Francisco tech entrepreneurs who are pretty wealthy who are leaving San Francisco for London. In fact, they found out that Americans became the largest group of overseas buyers in prime central London, replacing the Chinese. And the year before that, it was the French, according to a real estate report. And a number of them are guys from San Francisco. The head of Instagram, Adam Mosseri, <laughs> moved from the Bay Area to London's posh Kensington neighborhood. That's pretty good. This guy helps destroy society with his stupid uh, social media. Now he's fleeing the country. Nice work. They ought to and permanently ban him.
And one of our favorite columnists at the El Segundo Times, I think we gave her Rookie of the Year last year, the year before, Anita oh, Chabria. Oh, yeah. She's talking about that situation where apparently a shoplifter was shot dead by a security guard at a downtown Walgreens. Well, because they're both black, she's blaming racism. <laughs> and you might say, why? Yeah. Yeah. San Francisco's racism. Yes. That, that's the second time this week that uh, uh, activists have accused San Francisco of being racist. Well, you know who she talked to? That Reverend Amos Brown, who's from the, uh, oh, that was the, from guy. the reparations committee, yeah. right? Yeah, it was reparations guy. He's making all the claims that San Francisco has an incredibly <laughs> racist right. so history. Wait, wait. So when a black person kills another black person, it's a white person's fault. Yes, because the black security <laughs> right. guards working under the white rules, kind of, you see. I, I that see. You, that you killed the black man. It's kind of like that. <laughs> because she's citing that 37% of San Francisco's homeless population is black, even though they're only 6% of the city. How did, what explains that? It's got to be, be racism, be, right? Because There's you, your simple be, answer. Because you're letting them kill themselves in the street. You're letting right. them take all the drugs that's killing themselves. Because you're not forcing them into treatment. And, and London Breed, she's the last one to the party, but fine. Welcome. Yes, compassion is killing people. At least the, the, the sick, twisted, perverse compassion that, that, the, that these progressives have. All right, coming up after 2.30, we'll be talking to KFI uh, news reporter Blake Trolley. When we started the show today, we mentioned not only was there a great story about George Gascon and the horrible LA County DA's office with the morale and the unfiled cases and not enough employees, uh, the city of L.A. and the county of L.A. has to go back to zero bail, which you remember the crime rates during the pandemic really hopped because there was a lot of no bail policies <laughs> dealing with a lot of criminals. We'll find out more about the judge who ordered this coming up after 2.30. John and Ken show KFI AM 640. We're live everywhere. iHeartRadio app. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. Yeah, well, exciting news. We're back to zero bail in Los Angeles County and Los Angeles City, thanks to this uh, judge. We'll find out the details after 2.30 from KFI News reporter Blake Trolley. A story yesterday we talked about was the dangers on the metro system. There was a woman in Long Beach says so she got beat up on a train like in the middle of the afternoon. It got Janice Honnell worked up about the ambassadors. <laughs> now we find this story dealing with metro. And this was also an issue in Long Beach, because when that train comes from downtown Los Angeles and gets to the end of the line at the end of the night, the homeless have to get off because they have to clean up all the filth. And that's been a problem for the accumulation of homeless people in Long Beach. We have this report from Channel 5 reporter Annie Rose Ramos about with the entire metro system stations when they shut down. What happens with all the homeless people? Here we go. Midnight at LA's metro stations when the end of line policy is enforced and all passengers must get off the trains. Here at Union Station, that means the homeless flood out onto the surrounding streets. And that's where we find this man trying to get some sleep behind a short wall. Because it's it keep the uh, cold, the chills off him. Are you going to get back on a train or subway at some point in the morning when they start again? Yeah, I'm going to have to. And at other stations, a similar situation. It's 2 a.m. and we're in North Hollywood where you can see behind me the station itself is closed. But just outside, homeless are sleeping here on the street, on the stairs. Metro telling us that on any given night, over 100 people sleep here at the station waiting for the Metro to reopen. 
past five months, LA Metro found an average of 550 people seeking shelter at 12 end-of-line stations every single day. People who are unhoused now because of the crisis we have in our city are using Metro for housing. In January, Mayor Karen Bass replaced Eric Garcetti on the Metro's board of directors. And at each meeting, homelessness, the situation on the trains is our number one issue. But homelessness isn't the only issue Metro is facing. Last year, violent crime on the Metro jumped by 24%. And this year, drug overdose deaths soared as well. All of it taking a toll on passengers. I'm not comfortable. My anxiety goes up. When will they see a change? Well, I hope they see a change soon. I hope. And I'll tell you, my big concern is that ridership is down. And ridership is down, especially with women, because they don't feel safe. But we also have to address the unhoused people that are on the train. But I have to survive like this. And I shouldn't have to as a woman myself. On this corner, we found Amanda telling us she'll stay the night here until the station reopens. They'll think we're out here trying to prostitute. And we're not. There's nowhere for me to go right now. Metro has offered up land so that we could build facilities because either you're going to have people all around sleeping in tents or sleeping outside, or you will build an appropriate shelter for them to be right there. LA Metro says they're now trying to assess properties where they could put 24-hour hubs for homeless located near stations. Yeah. These hubs will yeah. offer services like showers, bathrooms, and beds. <laughs> it's, it's not fair to us, and it's not fair to you guys. You know what I mean? Because you want us to be housed. You don't want to see us everywhere. Would that help you if the place had beds to go to tonight? I mean, yeah, they had a spot for me to go lay my head, shower, yeah. you know, do the uh, normal routine yeah. and somebody else, get up and go to work. I it's, guess I changed my infuriating. word. Stop with the music. Stop with the sad piano music. Trying to emotionally manipulate everybody. How about this? That Put wasn't us. That was Channel 5, right? Who is this? Who's this reporter? Annie Rose Ramos. How about uh, Annie Rose Ramos? Just one time. Just <laughs> one time. Amuse me. Say, why don't you go get a job? Why don't you stop taking the drugs and drinking the booze? Why isn't it your responsibility? Why is and, it? And she let the story run in the horrible direction of this is a housing problem. It's... They're using the metro system as their homes. No, they have Be... nothing to do all day. Be... Because... Could you imagine your life where you just sit on a train the entire day when the night comes and they close down the train? You just kind of wander onto the street and flop on the sidewalk. It's John's right. You've got to get it together now. If you have mental illness, then we'll take you in for care. Right. If you're an alcoholic or a drug addict, there's other types of treatment that we need to get into. But we can't just say, oh, you need is housing. That's they not have what to, it is. They have to be forced. They're, we're not going to build housing for all these people. It's never going to happen. That experiment failed. We gave the city over a billion dollars. They produced a handful of homes that cost $800 million a pop. It's failed already. It's wrong. It's morally wrong to steal money from workers and give it to people who refuse to work, who instead of working, choose to take drugs and alcohol. We have paid for all these uh, treatment centers. We've paid for the treatment centers. So oh, go so to the treatment centers. Now they want to build hubs. Oh, uh, and then and then they're going to hang around all day and night oh, there, yeah. right? People who live near these stations will be in an uproar yeah. over this. And then they're still because, like you said, they're bored, so they're going to get back on. Yeah, there's nothing the to train. do. So riding the train is something to do.
And you know what? Karen, right, and then there's kind of a bench you can lie on. You know what, Karen Bass? She's such a freaking phony. She's really into identifying with the problem. I'll tell you, my big concern is ridership is down. Ridership is down among women. We all know this. Yeah, it's been like this. That's your. That's my concern. You don't do anything about it. You ought to be sending hundreds of police officers every day until all the vagrants get the message that you can't sleep in the cars anymore. You can't uh, stand around on the uh, on the bus station platform. You can't even be in the neighborhood. Just keep going after them and going after them and say, you don't like it? We got a treatment center for you to go to or get yeah, out of town. Oh, I'm concerned. Women are getting raped all the time. Women are getting beaten up all the time. They're getting robbed all the time. You're not concerned. It's happening every day under your nose. It's God. time to barf up this compassion thing and start to get real about this yeah. problem. Your compassion is fake. Your compassion sucks. Your compassion isn't helping anybody. All right. When we return, we're going to talk about a judge. You know, this guy came out of nowhere. Well, maybe not. Superior Court Judge Lawrence Riff, Los Angeles County Superior Court Judge, has ruled... That the use of cash bail, well, it's no good in certain circumstances. So the zero bail policy is coming back into effect for both the city of Los Angeles and the county of L.A. We'll get more. John and Ken, KFI AM. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com news. That's LifeLock.com news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. When Dr. Sabah and I decided to do a skincare line together, he said to me, we are going to give women meaningful beauty. And I said, that's exactly right. We want to give women meaningful beauty, which means each and every product is meaningful. It has a, a reason to exist. It's efficacious. You're going to get results. And then you just go out and live your life. Meaningful beauty. Confidence is beautiful. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. 
See new things. Try new things. Go back centuries while living in the moment. Forge new paths while discovering old ones. Pedal, paddle, and paint while trekking, tasting, and tailoring experiences that transform you into a better version of yourself. Immerse yourself in the world by activating your mind, your heart, and your body on a river cruise exclusively from Avalon Waterways. Save with limited time offers at avalonwaterways.com. Avalon is cruising. Elevated. 640, live everywhere, iHeartRadio app. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. We're on the radio from 1 until 4 after 4 o'clock. Go to the iHeart app, John and Ken On Demand, the podcast. Same as the radio show, and you can hear everything that you've missed. Uh, boy, uh, I'll, I'll give these uh, woke progressives credit. Doesn't matter how many times uh, they fail with their policies, they keep coming back with more. And now we got the zero bail policy coming back. Yeah, it's a judge, an LA County Superior Court judge by the name of Lawrence Riff, who's the reason for this. Let's bring on Blake Trolley, KFI News, covering this story. What's this about, Blake? Yeah, guys, so Riff issued a preliminary injunction that bans at this point for the next at least 60 days the LAPD and the L.A. County Sheriff's Department from imposing cash bail on certain criminals before they're arraigned. These are criminals arrested for misdemeanors and nonviolent felonies. L.A. County jails will also now not be able to hold on to these inmates from other agencies who are in for those misdemeanors and those nonviolent offenses. Again, all of this before anybody's arraigned. So all of this no bail applies to pre-arraigned criminals. Nothing changes with this ruling, again, for serious and violent offenses, which includes sexual offenses, domestic violence, uh, offenses involving guns, weapons, things of that nature. Cash bail could also be reinstated for repeat offenders. Again, this is for the next 60 days. The judge ruled those agencies have been ordered to create a new bail program. Plaintiffs in the law the judge ruled on called for the changes to the current system, essentially saying it creates a wealth-based system. Uh, they say this is where people are arrested. They can either you know, post bail or they, if they can't, they're held until their arraignment at the very least. Six people in the lawsuit say they spent five days in jail only because they couldn't pay bail. They say they lost job oh. opportunities. Oh, wait, wait, wait. So- hold, hold, hold on. It wasn't because they couldn't pay bail. It's because they committed a crime and the cops arrested them. Yeah, that part seems to be left wait, out, well, what, it, wait, what, it, what is the job opportunity? I mean, I'm reading here sex offenses, domestic violence, even some involving weapons. No, those those, oh, those, those are exempt. The, those would be exempt from yeah, this rule. Yes, for so now. These are less serious crimes. Shoplifting, right? Exactly. And and I spoke to one retailer today. She says she worries about this. Uh, well, Adriana Molina owns Sedeca, a woman's boutique store in Altadena. And again, guys, she said she's already dealt with quite a bit of theft. This is when her store was in Pasadena. She just moved it up the hill to Altadena. She says she worries this policy is going to make things worse. So we, as a small business, we have to invest in, you know, camera systems and alarms. And, um, and we just have to have a plan that we just let them go. So we feel like if if it can, if now they're being let go on another level, then that just makes it easier and gives the bad, the, those thieves, just opportunity to continue doing what they're doing at a higher level and easier. Are you saying it just kind of further emboldens them? Absolutely. Well, of uh, course get, it does. They're, yeah, they're, they're going to laugh in your face. They're going to steal a bunch of stuff, fence it uh, to someone who's selling it on eBay, and then they'll go back and steal another round of stuff. 
She says when she was reporting this back in the day when she was down in Pasadena and she was dealing with this theft, she said not a whole lot was already being done. As we know, a lot of theft has been worked down. Those charges have already been worked down. I just want to paint this picture, though, guys. This is how bad the problem was she was already dealing with. We used to put cell, uh, clothing racks outside and we started noticing that that we had empty hangers. And so we started monitoring and we started realizing that it was the same people coming back and um and so we ended up moving all of our merchandise inside so already you know something that's good for us for marketing we had to we had to switch and we didn't have the opportunity to do that anymore because we were afraid of them continuing yeah. continuing to come back and it got to the point where the same people even came inside the store in front of our faces pretty much like with with our backs turned and took like i don't know a whole stack of of product so really laying out there how bold these criminals have become to these retailers well but the actual you know i don't even think they're that bold anymore because there's no consequence now there's officially going to be no consequence so just go in and take what you want no one's going to stop you i mean if you detain somebody even for a day and you make them find some amount of bail that's got to be some kind of deterrent but if you just say to them oh here you go here's a little enforcement ticket come back someday for your court appearance over this shoplifting they're laughing wait a second I mean, for hundreds of years, you had a bail schedule set based on the offense you committed. Was was there some Supreme Court decision that is forcing these local judges to do this? I, I don't understand this. Who cares if somebody's t- too poor to pay their bail? Maybe they should save some of the money they earned stealing so they can well, going forward, meet what their I'm, bail. <laughs> I'm curious to see what gets done in the next 60 days because really what they did is they rolled back to COVID level policies while they or COVID time policies while they develop a new system. I'm really curious to see what that next system is. Well, Does what? it still include bail? Sheriff Villanueva, guys, you know, he says that this is going to impact the 45 municipalities who are not under these rules because now they have to deliver their inmates. They can still make arrests and hold people to bail. This, again, only applies to the L.A. County Sheriff's Department and the LAPD. Sheriff Villanueva is saying that this is going to impact the other municipalities because now they have to deliver their inmates to court until the arraignment. These municipalities have to do that on their own now. They won't have the Sheriff's Department to help them. So he sees this as a stress to their resources. And this afternoon, I'm set to speak with officials out of Pasadena on this. This is a big municipality. And, guys, I'll be uh, sure to pass along what I hear as far as their concerns I see in one story this Judge Lawrence Riff said holding someone because they can't pay likely violates their constitutional rights. Are there any rights that the business owners have? Not to have their stuff stolen every hour of the day by the same people over and over again. Any 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 rights for the customers? I, I don't understand this. And how did this survive for, for hundreds of years? It's suddenly unconstitutional in 2023? I don't get this. Uh, it'll be interesting to see this if we see a countersuit, especially from one of these big retail groups up in Sacramento that represent these stores. All right, Blake, thank you very much. All right, thanks, guys. Like Trolley KFI News, there was a, uh, uh, an, oh, the lead attorney in the lawsuit spoke uh, and said, we're supposed to have a presumption of innocence in this country. It's not much of a presumption of innocence when you're in a jail cell. Yes, it His is. His example is vandalism. He said there's a $20,000 bail amount. And if the officer claims you committed vandalism, your bail amount for two to five days without any lawyer or judge looking at this. So then don't 
vandalize. And then he claims, well, eventually most of the cases are dismissed, and well, then they, they spent five days in jail for nothing. Well, they shouldn't be dismissed. No, that's a separate issue. Everything's right? broken. Everything's A wrong. lot of things get dismissed because the courts are overwhelmed. And, and this this, this uh, attorney, what's his name? Salil uh, Dudani? Yeah, Sal, Salil, Salil a, Dudani. Yeah. A presumption of innocence it, it means is a presumption until you go to trial. There are thousands and thousands of criminals who are held in jail until their trial. They're supposed to be held either because they were a danger to the public or they're a flight risk. That's kind of the main reasons behind bail. Well, I think these people... And they're saying, well, shoplifting's not a danger to the public, and they're probably not going to run because where are they going to go? But they're compulsively stealing thousands of dollars every day. Right. If there isn't any kind of a deterrent, they will laugh at you and continue to do it, like that shop owner and said to to Blake in that audio. Nobody played. wants to live like this. No, this yeah. is this that's no good for for the public. Who is this Lawrence Riff? What kind of a nut is he? I mean, we have on top of everything else, we have terrible judges. I guess they're all woke judges too. He's a friend of Bob Nobel Hertzberg. Yeah. That guy. Remember that controversy in Sacramento? And how many times have we had this on the ballot where people approve of bail, right? Remember the bail bond well, you put it on the ballot. Bail keeps them off the street. Otherwise, they're going to keep stealing. It's not complicated. It works. Their ideas stink. Their ideas are failures. This no bail policy is a failure. All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken, KFI AM 640. We're live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. Yeah, quick reminder that the Moist Line comes back day after tomorrow. You uh, can leave your messages. They are accumulated and many are played. So use the iHeartRadio app at the microphone icon or call the toll-free number 1-877-MOIST-86, 1-877-664-7886. We were just talking about... A judge in Los Angeles County, is one singular person, says we're going back to no bail for many of the offenses. Oh, low-level, nonviolent offenses. Which, you know, leads us to shoplifting. Because, as we found out in that report from Blake Trolley, uh, shop owners are now concerned that this just gives the green light. There are no consequences. Without any bail, and what, you're given like a little citation? You're told uh, oh, you have to report to court, you know, six months from now on this uh, shoplifting charge. Uh, well, we have a story out of Fresno, which tells you how wild this can get and really how frustrated some people who work in these stores can get. Uh, apparently, this was caught on a ring doorbell camera in Fresno on May 11th. This is about 11 in the morning. There's a man on a bicycle cruising along the sidewalk when suddenly a woman driving a white Honda swerves into the thief and knocks him off the bike. He's a shoplifter from a Dollar General store. And supposedly the woman driving the Honda is an employee or is an employee there of Dollar go. General. Might even be the manager. <laughs> she got so irate that after he walked out of the store with all the merchandise, if you haven't seen this, it's hysterical. Nobody was really hurt. He actually stands up after she bumps him. Uh, <laughs> they got into a swearing match with each other. Uh, wait, it says wait. here they both collected the spilled items. He had so much. He had sodas, chips, He's, even a bouquet of roses he took. He stole them again? No, 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 no. Yes. She, she caught up to him and knocked all that stuff out of his bike that he stole. Right. He'd stolen it already. And then he picked it up as if it was his. Oh, yeah. It says they both picked it up. Right. She's trying to return it to the store. 
He's stealing the same stuff a second time. <laughs> it's just because. But that, you know what? That That's a great consequence. I like that. When you uh, bad, chase down the thief? Yeah. Knock him off the bike. Yeah. Uh, it says here, uh, Daily Mail wrote to the Dollar General for confirmation that the woman is indeed a Dollar General employee, but so far they haven't responded. But there is a store just 420 feet north of this house where the Ring doorbell camera took this video. Uh, don't, don't you Fresno think... Fresno City Police could not confirm any details, but did say a call of action was made between dispatchers and officers regarding the incident. Eric, who owns the house on that road, equipped with the ring doorbell camera, which recorded the video, said he hadn't heard from the police. I was totally shocked when it happened. I watched it live on my ring camera when I was at work. I couldn't believe what I was watching unfold in my driveway. The more I watched the video, the funnier it got. After the man fell off the bike, the woman got out, confronted him aggressively. The pair can be heard exchanging barbs. Oh, there's a word, barbs. As they both collected the fallen items. Once the man gets to his feet, he tells her, bleep and be. Uh, who do you think you are stealing stuff from my store? Said the woman in response to that. The two continue to swear at each other. The woman picks up the damaged bicycle and throws it in the direction of the road. Uh, you don't live the life I live, he, he told her. They both the, kept calling each other the B word. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> Uh, he, he keeps telling her the situation is not that serious. And then other people, oh, yeah, great. Other people steal from stores. Wow. As the woman gets back into her car, having recovered around half of the items, the conflict escalates as the man begins threatening her with legal action. You're going uh, to jail for that. I'm pressing charges, you. He yeah. kept calling her the B word. Yeah. Yeah. See, see, this is the hot word of this. That's street. what I'm saying. These thieves are, are empowered to think that they can put her in, in jail. That she's doing the wrong thing by running them down. Right. They're the criminals. She's trying to get back the store's stuff. But he's the one threatening to go to the cops. And they really believe it. They sincerely believe that they're in the right. So he will go to the cops as a shoplifter claiming that he got run over by an angry store manager. That, I don't know that, how that story's uh, going to sell. Yeah, that he, uh, that he shoplifted from. Well, I could see the, the crazy world we live in today. That, well, that's worse okay. damage. You could have killed him by running him over. Yeah. So what if he took some chips and some roses? Yeah. You know what? How long are people going to take this? Uh, is this going to go on infinitely or is there going to well, be Well, this some... just shows you that some people are not taking it. This woman yeah, said, that's, that's it. A, yeah. I'm going after this guy. I'm thinking there's going to be more of this. I mean, oh. I mean, if the government completely fails you, the police completely fail you, what are you going to do? Oh, did you see what Eric, the homeowner, said? I feel bad for both of them. The thief was stealing groceries and also just happened to grab a bouquet of flowers for the upcoming Mother's Day oh holiday. Oh, my. Get out of here. <laughs> oh, I can't believe it. <laughs> what an idiot. For someone to that... steal groceries, times must be pretty tough. I feel for him as well. No, he's, he's taking oh, that see, stuff. That's, he's going to resell That's the California it. thing that I just drives me crazy. Yeah. That's why there's so much acceptance. There's still too much compassion. Where did there's these too people much... come from? I don't I... understand. That, that Aren't guy, they your Eric? West Side friends? No, I don't talk to anybody about this stuff. <laughs> I'd be in an argument. You do all live in day. two different worlds. Huh? Yeah, I know. No, I no, I. The, 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 you, but you are the only person I talk to about this. I don't talk to anybody else all day. <laughs> I don't. The know, clip I, I can't has spend divided viewers. 
Some supported the manager in determination to recover the goods, but others criticized her for the way she used her car to take the man down. That's assault with a deadly weapon, one wrote. Yeah, And now it's on video. Yeah, well, I hope I... uh, Jury nullification. Others said, like I do, employee of the year right there. Yeah. But but the thing is that Eric needs to have his house looted. The homeowner. Yeah. He he needs, like, a weekly looting. See how many lootings it takes before he uh, he, uh, sees the light. Yeah, why don't you put your stuff sure. out on the front lawn like you're having a yard it's, sale without a sale yeah. so you can get, help provide for people that are having a really tough it, time. It's not his business. He doesn't have any money at stake. How many businesses are closing up and moving now? I was just reading another story about uh, Nordstrom's You know, in San Francisco. They have two stores closing. Half the retailers in downtown San Francisco have left or are leaving. Half of them. Yeah. Yeah. Well... Some of that is because of shoplifting, and some of that's because there's just nobody there anymore. What? And why aren't they there? The residents. Well. Uh, the drug addicts? Yes. The some crime? of it's the homeless and the drugs. Some of it's because of remote work. They don't need to be there anymore paying the high rents. They don't want to pay the high rents anymore. So they can work from Idaho with those yeah. tech jobs. It's it's easier. Those aren't factory jobs of downtown San Francisco. It, it, those are business jobs. But it's easier to work out of your home when you're not missing anything, when you're not missing all the uh, street crime and the homeless and the no, drug No, you're addicts. right. They, they, they go hand in hand. It was a big probably It was an easy an easy decision for many of them. Like we just said last hour, uh, it seemed to the tech executives are moving to London. They gave up on San Francisco all the time. You know, I got, I got, uh, we got a, a couple friends. They've moved to London for half the year. They found yeah. L.A. intolerable. Yeah, they got some money, and they love London. Now, now I was going to say, London's expensive, too. But. Yeah, well, he's got the money, but right. they're happy. We got more coming up. John and Ken, KFI, AM 640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. And Deborah Mark, live in the 24-hour KFI newsroom. Hey, you've been listening to the John and Ken Show. You can always hear us live on KFI AM 640, 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. every Monday through Friday, and, of course, anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Are the old world picturesque shores of Europe calling you? Set sail on an adventure with Avalon Waterways. Enjoy an elevated cruising experience. Avalon Waterways offers smaller ships, bigger experiences with fewer people and more of, well, everything good about river cruising. Don't just dream about quaint towns and cobblestone villages. See them for yourself and make lasting memories. Discover limited time offers today at avalonwaterways.com. Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, kids' playroom, or home gym? Well, you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant, musty air. For over 20 years, the Easy Breathe Ventilation System exchanges dirty, damp air for cleaner, drier, healthier air. Take charge of your indoor air with your own Easy Breathe Ventilation System. You can get it installed, or DIY kits are available. Just call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com and receive 20% off today. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. 
They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. 